0: following is a presentation of the black hollywood live network the first online broadcast network dedicated to african-american entertainment hollywood redefined from los angeles california streaming live thanks to akamai technologies this is black hollywood live geek nerd tech featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip black hollywood live hollywood You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Oh. Man, crank that up, G. (laughs) Oh. Yo. Yeah.
1: Welcome, welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down. Boogie down is performing the show. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down with the sound called GNT. Oh, <laughs> welcome Free to sound. Geek Nerd Tech—the show we break down nerd culture and tech news from a Black and Brown geek perspective. Uh, I am Joe Braswell, not KRS-One. Playing some some songs from my era. Hey, no my bottom bottom suits. <laughs> Your era, too, really? That is my era, dog. Okay. I'm, All
2: right. Old enough to have,
1: you know, little okay. things and, you know. Uh, again, I'm Joe Braswell, joined as always by my man, Akili Shine. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got the hoodie, got the glasses. Coming incognito. Incognito, man. You, look, you looking like uh Tom Cruise in Minority Report and he's walking <laughs> through the alley. <laughs> Trying to not get, not get recognized by the eye retina scan.
2: That's right, man. But he's doing I got the man. blockers on. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, you will see that we have a wonderful, wonderful guest uh, to our panel, addition to our panel. Our name is Sasha Horn. Hello, Sasha. Hello,
3: how are you? Good,
1: glad to have you here.
3: <laughs> really glad to be here. Very nice to meet you guys and get schooled on all of this old school hip hop.
1: Okay, well, good. Yes. KRS-One. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is kind of KRS-One is kind of geeky, though. Let I me mean, know in terms of the nerd aesthetic. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No, I'm talking about. It, I'm sorry, like, guys. I'm here's to rephrase that.
2: Hip, if you're a hip-hop nerd, then you're into KRS-One. Is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say that either. I would say that KRS-One, a teacher, man, you don't got to be like so fully integrated in hip-hop to love this dude and his his body of work. I agree. However, <laughs> the average
1: person walking down the street talking about Drake. Uh, well, it's, it's not the Knowing about KRS-One You're absolutely right so you have to is a damn be, shame You have to be a hip hop nerd To like To get To you know To, to get in, dig,
2: dig deep in the crates And get I mean, to some the average person Walking down the street You know Listening to Drake yeah. Doesn't even know like Tupac <laughs> But I had to diss him
3: I listen to Drake And I definitely right. have heard KRS-One songs See? Not necessarily this one All But right. I definitely remember They did a lot of Mixes in like The late 90s Early 2000s With yep. Was it Diddy and a few other people yeah, that on the, on I remember the them from on, that era? This
1: is probably his biggest, the most commercial album. It's the album that he did, uh, "Step Into a World" with Diddy.
3: Exactly, uh, I remember that song. Yeah, no, I love that, that
1: song. Then, um, but before that, you know, the first the first record came out in 1986. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and the big record came I out in 1988. But, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I was uh, I was two. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get to some tech news. Zach, you can kill this. You can you can get rid of my man ks one, although it pains me. But let's get to some tech news today. Actually, we're gonna do something a little different because um, what we wanted. Jump into a, a quick conversation, just an overall conversation really, really quickly about um, something we've talked, we touched on in the past, but I really, there's a really interesting article on in Wired that that I saw, which uh, really spoke to um, give us sort of a new, fresher take, give some perspective to sort of the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement, and put, put it into sort of historical context, and then talked about you know, how uh, you know, how movements and organizations and things were started in, in you know, in terms of from a civil rights standpoint, from a black folk standpoint in the sixties versus how things are now and it did a good job of sort of juxtaposing the two. And I bring it up here not only because black lives do matter and because it's something we've talked about and love, but I really just wanna like, you know, now that we've had some space and time to sit with the you know, you know, post um you know, uh, Gardner and post Ferguson and everything else, uh, post Trayvon, like, you know, and we see that Black Lives Matter has turned into uh, much more than a hashtag into a full movement um, via social media. Like, how where, where, where are we? I mean, what 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 what's your what's your take, Achilles Shine, on the sort of on the on the rise
2: of the Black Lives Matter movement? These you know, as it relates to some of the things our parents went through. I mean, I think us historically as a people. Dealing with uh, the conditions we face in this country, we've always used the technological medium at that time to be able to generate um, awareness and uh, a sense of urgency and value for um, reducing suffering and creating um, equality and freedom. And so, be it with uh, you know early newspapers to the advent of tele or radio and advent of television to even now with um, social media, we've always used it as as a building block to express ourselves and to unify our communities and to, to bring attention to you know social, political issues. So I think with the Black Lives Movement, I think, I mean, we, we are in an era where we have, everyone has a camera, everyone has the ability to speak to potentially millions of people instantly. So like when we see something that is incongruent with our value system, we're able to capture it and able to create a dialogue behind it and create community behind it, I think it's it's powerful. And when when you break down a black black lives movement, especially in the article, it's saying like before, because of a lack of technology, the 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 arc of leadership was more centralized and more focused versus with this is kinda decentralized and it's more so you you feel the nuances based on what you see visually, what you hear and you're in the discussion, but it's no like it's no hierarchy in terms of how how it's 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 an exercise as an org- as an organization it's more of an ideology a thought it's more of like an awareness building type of thing yeah. versus like a a, a specific movement like the civil rights movement that,
1: that would be the disadvantage and i want to get your take on this Sasha. that would be the disadvantage for me because it, it is a movement it is it is now sort of ubiquitous if you will um it is you know that that is like what what the movement is however like there is no it is very decentralized and there is no centralized like you know uh person you can you can associate specifically with black lives matter um at least on a national level and i think that does sort of like I don't, doesn't devalue the movement, but it does. It's harder to get that, that sort of like organization, you know, uh, 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 on the ground push, but, but, but Sasha, like, I mean, I don't know you, you know, are in cover tech for for a long time, and this is your space. I mean, how, how what what are your takes on on, on the on the emerge on the emergence of the Black Lives Movement and where it is now?
3: Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind. One, just sort of piggybacking off of what you said about how it's not sort of the centralized leadership would be because of technology. It seems that anyone can get involved in the conversation, which could be a good thing, but it also is a lot of misinformation, and you also have um, sort of like this. Um, I don't want to say fragmented movement, but people on the, the cusps, on the edges, who are sort of observing and maybe uh, contributing to the conversation, but not necessarily in the path, in the voice of the overall movement. Their goals may not be the same. And because of that, because everyone is allowed to sort of jump in there and get in the conversation. A lot of people are confused as to what exactly the movement is and what exactly the movement means because right. it doesn't seem to be any clear leadership. And it's a lot of different themes and a lot of different conversations popping up. I've seen, um, you know, one segment that was airing on national television was talking about, uh, so what are what are some of the most important things? And then, you know, transgender issues were brought in. Right. Okay, that that is an issue. But is that the same issue? Right. And so with these different voices who are making television and radio and different types of appearances – um under the mask of the, or under the, I don't want to say the guys, but under that hashtag. Yeah. Um it, It's not necessarily in line with the overall goals, and so it is a little bit scattered. Right. And another thing that I thought was really fascinating about the article was just the process prior to reporting these types of things looking for a pay phone, the possibility that uh, your call may not go through because the white person who is the operator doesn't want to connect you to the NAACP or whatever yeah. organization that you're trying to get in contact with. Then it's actually writing these things down on paper, right. typing them up, compiling these reports, and then then distributing, distributing them out to the media. So it's just something that uh, went through so many layers, so many steps, so many hands has now been instant. In a moment, we're here. We're able to share this. Yeah. And I think from a leadership perspective, the people who are running the movement has to try to find a way to sort of um, get, in, get in more plugged in to what's happening. Because from an, from an outside perspective looking in, uh, typing in the hashtag, you get a lot of things and most of it, I would say, is, has nothing to do with the true cause from what I understand it to be. Right.
1: And I, I think that that's all good points. I think that just my, 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 my general, general take on that and try to synthesize all that for me is uh, I think it's wonderful that, that the initial message and the, and like I said, the, the hashtag itself is ubiquitous, but the problem for me is that it's, it's been sort of, um, co-opted a lot and, and I don't want to say misappropriated, but like, you know, it's, it, you know, from Black Lives Matter to All Lives Matter or Trans Lives Matter or which is all fine, but, um, it, when you have something in sort of like scattershot out there, it, it, it does the, it does the dual, what, what social media does is the dual purpose of, you know, getting it out there and making making it, you know, uh, known to everyone, but also um, sort of diluting it a little bit, diluting mm-hmm. the message. So I think that you can have both. You can have if you're going to have the it out the hashtag out there and out there to so many people, it's a perfect opportunity to get to get organized. I think you need both. You can't just have it so sort of decentralized. I think it's an opportunity for people to get organized and sort of get uh, some sort <clears> of like manifesto as to what black lives matter as an organization stands for and then get some pr with that and then get that messaging out as to this is what we stand for this is what the hashtag is about this is what the movement is about as opposed to just like there it is Okay, thoughts.
2: Well, I, I mean i think what it stands for is obvious in this country we've been dying <clears throat> we've been brutalized <clears throat> we've been exploited we've been imprisoned we've been murdered we've been abused oppressed, and so because of technology, we're starting to see more cases of this because it's captured. But it's been happening all the time. So right. when, the, when the hashtag was manifested and created, it was in reaction to what, what's been happening for years and generations. So I don't think in terms of its inception, it was strategic in a sense. It was more reactionary. Like, yo, we matter. Yeah. Our lives matter. Like, we are we are dying. So, like, bring this to people's attention and put it on the radar. Like, this is a problem. Policing, uh, police abuse is a problem. And so I but, think, but now it's a movement. Like that, it went it, from being a message
1: and, right. and for like like just just right. like this is what's happening. Let's talk about it. To of like course. okay, now it's a movement. So now that it's a movement, right? Like what? Well, how do we how do we get that momentum going?
2: So I, I think I think I think the momentum is there. I think it's just more so um, crafting more uh, infrastructure and more right. orga- more organization into it. Um, but I, I think because of the tools of of the game now, like how we organized in the '50s, '60s might be a little bit different how we organize in, you know, in the 24th century. So, sure. um, I, 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 think that, I think that, I mean, some might argue that a centralized uh, form of leadership is great, but I, 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 would argue that having a decentralized form of leadership is great because it's less, uh, it's, it's more challenging for you to be, uh, Knocked off your black, if you don't have a person to target. If if you don't know who is like generating the leadership, and if if it's all over, it's coming from, from a right. multi, multi multi voice versus a singular voice. It makes it a little bit more challenging for your opponent for your oppressor to kind of diminish your your voice. Absolutely, so. but at the same time, and, and I'm so like, sure your final thoughts on Natasha. But at the same time,
1: there 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 needs to be some central. I mean, I think it's it's both. Like, you want that, you want it to be everywhere. I agree with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's what, what, what social media does. And that's the beauty of this. It becomes an international movement, if you will, as opposed to just, you know, a movement that, that started as a hashtag out of Oakland. International. International. That's what I'm Movement as, as opposed to a global movement, as opposed to like something as it started as a hashtag in Oakland. However, like, there has to be some sort of leadership to my, in my opinion, it has to be some sort of direction because the, the, you know, in, in, there's still the, the news cycle and the media cycle sort of wants to capitalize and, and have conversations about it. And, it, the message gets diluted. Although the, although the message is clear, Black Lives Matter, which is a clear message, but then that turning a message and a statement into a movement are, are two different things. Last, I was last just thoughts. thinking
3: when's the last time we really saw something like this? And the thing that comes to mind with me is sort of like Occupy Wall Street. And we all saw mm-hmm. how that kind of uh, lost focus on what it was all about, mm-hmm. and and the encampments and um, the the laws of you know oh this camping here became the story as opposed to what they were out there for, right. and I just hate to see that happen here.
1: Yeah, well, I've, 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 uh, largely it's a positive story, it's a positive thing. I think that's something we've, we've been touching on. I just wanted to sort of revisit it because the Wired article this was pretty,
3: a very uh, well written article, yeah, pretty,
1: pretty great. So check that out. You can check it on Wired.com or in this issue's Wired. Uh, let's get back to our normally scheduled program and get in some tech discussion. Um, talking with one of our uh, one of our favorite topics, one of our many favorite topics, Facebook. Um, Facebook, which I love, no <laughs> uh,
3: announced
1: announced something called Universal Search, which is allows because as we've been talking about forever on the show, because everything you post and everything you, you do on Facebook is owned by Facebook and in public, obviously, there is an opportunity for you to now um, put put your um, search anything in anyone's anyone's settings that's that's publicly there. So universe you know, socialized is like, like if I say, you know, Achilles shine naked. And, and all the nic- <laughs> oh, people come up not I'm just probably. saying like if someone wanted to do that slow down. how slow do we down. feel about this it's obviously before Facebook will tell you like hey man just, just check your privacy settings and flip the switch and you're fine how do we feel about this Sasha
3: well I can say you know I'm a former news reporter and you know there's something that I really love about this from that perspective being right. able to you know when something happens when there was a murder or a flood or something like that being able to, to hop on and to Find people who are directly affected about it because they're posting about it. To be able to reach out to the family of somebody, to be able to uh, to know, you know, to just get more information. So for me, from that perspective, I'm like, yes, this is amazing. Um, we we kind of saw this coming though, um, when Facebook introduced hashtags. Well, what's the point of a hashtag if you can't really widely search it throughout yeah. all public posts? And so. It's kind of just another way for them to try to compete with Twitter. I mean, this sure. is this is how Twitter has really succeeded in these breaking news events. And Facebook, they're just really trying to get into that news game. And so, from that perspective, I definitely see this. Well, theoretically, I, yeah.
2: Go ahead. I think I think uh, to add to your point, I think in terms of competing with Twitter, I think it's more of a competition play with Google because mm-hmm. they're wrapping up their their searchability. And obviously, Google is the is owns that space. It's the biggest search engine in the world. So okay. Facebook wants to compete with them directly. And so in terms of, like you said, like the hashtag and all, and all the deep searching that you're, you'll be able to do with the universal searching, I think it's good in, in the sense of if you're looking for current events or you're looking for information in that regard. But if it's like you're searching for like narcissistic stuff, <laughs> which most people post on Facebook, then I think in that respect, it could be, it, it could be, it could be bad for you if you're looking for a job or if you're like, like for instance, if, if you put Put pictures up of you intoxicated, and someone searches drunk drunk photos, and here here comes your photo right on on front. You know yeah. that could be a bad look for you. So,
3: well, the only way they would find it as a drunk photo is if you use the term "look at my drunk photo" in right. your drunk photo. Sure. I mean, if you think about it, in that that way, I mean.
2: Oh, however, I mean
1: it, it's true, but the, the however now, but then you know the, the 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 search and the and the and the keywords for your search and how those things are linked are becoming you know increasingly more sophisticated. So right now you'll need something like oh a hashtag or something tagger, but not you pretty know, much
2: hashtag now. Yeah,
1: because, be well, well no, right. like because Facebook, you tag everything. It's ta- everything's tagged. Tag, 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 tag. You tag where you are. You tag the geotags. You tag who, who you're with. So if I, you know, if I'm kicking it with Akili, it's like Joe Akili North Hollywood. And then every, every picture, every time we're in North Hollywood shows up. Exactly. Like,
2: ah, I got them. And that's for now. I knew they were in <laughs> North Hollywood. It's not like,
1: just, you know, it's, it's, like
2: not just, it's not just hashtagging. It's anything that you put. And right. they've already been using whatever information you put up there to, right. to, to circumvent, to sell to appetizers as yeah. a way to, to, to document your, your, Document your your cycles and your your whatever moves you're making on Facebook. They use that as a way to sell stuff to you. So yeah. even now, like like you said, you put anything in there, like yeah. it's, it's already being categorized and going to be used either for you or against you. But so. this is
1: Zuckerberg made a promise to his shareholders uh, earlier this year, last year, that we're going to directly compete with Google. As you're right, and this and he and he, and, he, and he's right. This is it because, like you said, Akili, like not like you know, Google is a master of all search, and so if Facebook says, yeah, we can do that too, like Bing said, we can be searched too, or Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Remember Jeeves? Yes, Jeeves I was do. like, we can do that too. But what Facebook <laughs> says we can do all Google can do, but also we have our one billion users right. information that you don't have Google that we can add to that search. So therefore we like instantly. And plus that
3: localization you. is what I really like about the opportunities here because you know, a lot of times I'm oh I'm I'm going to Tallahassee. I've never been. Mm-hmm. So who and my which of my friends have been to Tallahassee? Maybe they can recommend some places for me to check out, yeah. restaurants, that type of thing. And it's just yeah. kind of an easy way to go in and look up things. But I, I, I guess I'm just a naturally nosy person. Well, so, <laughs> well, 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 well,
1: but if you're a naturally nosy person, this is for you because you is you're, for you're, me. <laughs> you're giving like you're giving the Facebook pitch. You're giving the, all you know all the the good news. Like the bad news is it'll be you know it's a lot. It's it's stalker heaven.
3: Think about, heaven. i mean think and, about and, and, it an advertiser
1: it's intrusion and it's it's all of the it's, it could be potentially the worst things because all that shit you put on facebook is now all those all those tags you made, all everything you tag, when you tag yourself, or someone worse, when someone tagged you, which I hate, like, someone, <laughs> when you're out that's my thing, When I'm out somewhere and someone tags me, I don't even know, and I get, like, a whole comment thread of, like, nice shirt, Joe, what you doing? I didn't know it was like that. Well, you
3: really need to you get know. in your privacy settings. Know, I'm, I'm,
1: off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, off. I'm, I'm
3: off. I'm off now. No, I'm
1: off. I'm not sure. Man. But anyway, I, I don't know. But so, we'll, we'll just see how this whole thing shakes out. It'll be really interesting. I think, I think it will
3: be. I think it will be very interesting.
1: It's definitely going to be another, you know, it's another brilliant move by Zuckerberg, another financial. Like, it, this is him showing, like, he you know, he's built this network for a reason he built the, the biggest social network of all time so now the the, the first part of the, the the mission statement is hey let's build it and now it's like ha we've now we've got a billion plus people let's see what we can do with and it another, that's part two
2: another point too um is that the mobile game is where facebook is strong so mm-hmm. they have a lot of you know users that use facebook on their mobile devices so when you talk about search the search game like even even Google made more of an increase in their profits with with their mobile devices versus um, like their traditional desktop search. So Facebook is seeing that as well. Like, hey, we already have all these users; right. they're using cell phones and tablets. Like, let's integrate our search to compete with that. Billions of dollars is being made every quarter with Google.
1: Yeah. That's that's the whole move. It's it's, it's increasingly interesting to see how how these how these the these big the big four are like sort of really you know increasingly trying to dominate all media platforms as well <laughs> so we'll see i mean you know facebook tv is coming soon you know that uh in original programming from facebook like that's all coming speaking of the original original programming uh youtube google has make is making their move in this in the space yeah um, and then Google makes them in the space with YouTube red which is essentially their play their, their direct shots at Netflix basically it's the nine ninety nine subscription service that will allow you to get movies and and, and everything else um, I mean YouTube is already Google is Google YouTube is YouTube you don't, don't get much bigger than those two uh, so what do you think about the, the chances of them you know integrating this and then and
2: making a run at Netflix who seems to be dominating Akila, what do you think? I think it's awesome I think it's a it's a great move I don't I don't know I'm not sure if it'll work yet but okay. I, I think they're in a great would you use it Um would I would I yeah. pay the 10 no I would not I, I, might pay the 10 if they have some original programming that, that speaks right. to me, speaks my language. Which they will, which they will. Which they will eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if they start, you know, um, using a Netflix or the Hulu model and, and getting more like, uh, traditional media content and, which, which and they populating will. that. Yeah. Um, they're setting up a home, they're setting up a home to do that because YouTube right now is a free space to do whatever, but YouTube Red. Of course. You know, I, I, I like the integration of music. I like the integration of gaming and, and programming for kids. So I think they're covering all their, their their buckets essentially, um, and I like the fact that they're, they're creating two uh, monetization plays. One for you know subscriptions. One is subscription based. One is obviously search ad based. I think it's super smart that they're able to get all the money yep. in both ways. <laughs> yep. Like because because a Netflix can't do that. Right. A Hulu can't that's do very that. True. So yeah. you know yeah, that's good. it's what do you think? It is? I'm
3: really excited about the original content as well. I mean, I, there are definitely. Um, these YouTube personals. I mean, even here in Hollywood, you see their billboards right up to the latest show that's coming out on Fox or the big blockbuster film. Mm-hmm. So these people have been able to, from their living rooms, essentially, build these mega-empires yeah. with, you know, tens of thousands of millions yeah. of people who want to see them. and
1: Giant billboards on some suns- on Exactly.
3: Of YouTube subscribers. And I, I just think it's going to be great to just see sort of what Type of interesting content. If it's if it's traditional YouTube, if it's more serious production level, Mm -hmm. like what we see with um, Hulu and Netflix, House of Cards, and those types of things. But I'm really excited. Would I pay the ten? I'd have to see what it's about first. It's all about Honestly. would you pay the
1: ten? Would yeah. you pay the ten? Um, I, I, I may or may not pay the ten. Um, we'll see. Like I think that uh, you know, I think this is I'm more interested in like the, the idea of where this is all going and that your television will, will be um your 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 your, uh, your television will be like one big like like Apple TV is talking about like exactly. it won't be channels and networks. It'll be Apple, YouTube, yeah. you know, you know uh,
2: Netflix. You know Hulu, NBC, it'll be that. So we'll see how that goes. And that's 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 another thing too that I think they have they they have a great uh, advantage. They're already on all the smart TVs. They're already already in there. Already built in there because they've been doing that for years. So now it's just a quick. It's like putting on a switch. Yeah, you already have it there. Now you're good. No, no one's going to like take Google out, out
1: of their out of their out of the mix. Exactly. Apple TV's uh, Apple TV's not going to take YouTube off. Right. You know to can be. Uh, but speaking of paying 9.99, I don't I wouldn't pay 9, but I definitely would pay 25 <laughs> to be involved in uh <laughs> DraftKings. Uh, so DraftKings if we talked about is is a, is a if you're a fantasy football person, DraftKings is a is a week to week well football fantasy football situation where you can win a ton of money, specifically a million dollars every single week. Um, if you, uh, so what it is, if you're just playing fantasy football as you do now, you t- you play 16 weeks, takes forever to get your money, you play with a bunch of friends, whatever. This, you can play, you, you draft all your people, it, you know, you, you may get who you want and who knows. With DraftKings, you can draft, uh, for any player you want every single week play every week and have an opportunity every single week through multiple uh, opportunities to win a million dollars every week. Which ends up. So if you love <laughs> a new millionaire every week you love Family football you can, you can get a life changing payday so to go to DraftKings.com enter promo code GEEK GEEK <laughs> promo code GEEK to get a free shot You don't, it won't cost you 9 99 it won't cost you $25 you get a free shot at $1 million in this week's millionaire matchmaker event enter GEEK for free entry now at DraftKings.com that's DraftKings.com it's
3: I butter. love fantasy football.
1: There it is. I love fantasy football. You, 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 you yeah, part?
3: yeah. I've been doing it for about. Five years. now. Oh, this yeah. is the fifth season, and okay. I've never won. Oh, <laughs> wow. So maybe I should check this <laughs> out. You better
1: get your money. You better get your money. <laughs> In my like sixth season, and I've won twice. I've I won. i won once, and I came out Super Bowl twice, won once. So wow. whatever. You know, I'm just Sense good, Sasha. I'm just still good. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Instagram. Speaking of the, Instagram, releases a new app for mini video loops, which is basically shots fired at uh, a bunch of people. Shots fired at that uh, at at a uh, Vine. Shots fired at. Uh, everyone, what do what do you think about this? This sort of like the boomerang from Instagram.
2: Yeah, I think Instagram is. I mean, when I look at the history of Instagram, they're five years old, they're half a decade old. They've made some incredible moves, and I, I don't think they've made any mistakes. Like I think everything they've done has been seamless, smooth, and just the, their growth and just everything from the design, the, uh, the user interface to just your, your experience on Instagram. Just what they mean socially. Like I think they they're killing it. So like this add on feature, I think. I mean, it it could be classified as a gimmick, but I, I think some people will love it. I think, I mean, everyone lo- loves a cool gif. It, it it allows you to explore your creativity, and it's just another tool to be able to use with uh, you know, the the mobile photographer, the mobile filmmaker. So.
3: I completely agree. I mean, their layout app, I think that was their second standalone app that they rolled out. And I absolutely love that because it allows me to take my normal photos and make them look so much more interesting. And I think with this, I mean, the fact that you don't even have to have an Instagram account to use it, I think, definitely opens up the market. I think there's going to be a lot of people using it, sharing it to their Facebook, their Twitter. And, I mean, I don't really know of an app where it's super easy to make a gift from your own images. So this just is... Really exciting for me, you know I, I blog, so yeah. I like to add little gifts to my blog and stuff like that. And it's a little, it's annoying. It's a, not an easy process.
1: All I really, all, all of the cross, well, I'm not going to discredit Instagram because they're doing a great job. All of it from Snapchat to Instagram to all these folks that are really working hard to increase the tools that us as users can use to make content is really smart, and really great. Because the things you can do on Instagram, people are building businesses and building careers on Instagram solely. People in it's, its commerce there. The, the, It'll be a point, like we talked about, that like you can buy stuff there. Snapchat is doing a lot too, and we're able to create wonderful content, same with Vine. So, I think this is all wonderful. I like that anytime when you can do some user-generated content and then use your creativity to be able to do something wonderful, like you were talking about, is a great opportunity. Um, so I'm gonna skip this, uh, the, the, the Twitter story, but I wanna go straight to this, uh, Pandora story, uh, because this is something that like, you and I have been talking about. Um, you know, the Pandora versus Apple Music versus, uh, it's, it versus Spotify, Spotify. and the whole streaming service. And Pan- now YouTube Red. And now YouTube Red. Uh, Pandora has just reached a big settlement. Uh, the big, the big thing with the streaming services is that, like, record, record companies aren't really getting their money. And there's no mechanism in place for the, the, to, for the old system of music to be able to fit into what this new paradigm is with all this streaming. Right. Specifically when it comes to stuff pre 1972. 75. 75. Uh well well seventy five right you're right but there's a so but Pandora reached a settlement with a ninety million dollar settlement with a bunch of record labels well just really the, the three big ones um uh over pre nineteen seventy two songs so anything from so so Sony Music Entertainment Capital Records Warner Music Group and and Universal Music Group uh like through the Record Association of America has successfully sued them for really a drop in the bucket for these companies, ninety millions like that's in their that's in their couch cushion right but. Yeah, I think it's just more of a symbolic win of to course. say that, you know, we're getting our money streamers. Right. Um, do you think this is a good thing or do you think this is just like a last grasp at record industry trying to hold on to an old paradigm?
2: Um, I think it's more of the latter than the former. I can't say it's not a good thing because, I mean, when you have intellect, when you have IP over something, you should be paid for it. Right. Um, but I, I mean, for me, it's like fuck the record companies. I'm, I, I want to fight for the songwriters that sure. are getting paid. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like so, or because or yeah, that 90 million is not going that back. That was my to, question. Like, like does David it trickle Ruffin down,
3: down right. at some point? Oh,
2: no, no they'll, they'll say that. Like, we're doing this for we're protecting our that money. is money going right into the pockets. I mean, because you got to think, like, pre 1975, a lot of, a lot of, uh, at least with black music, a lot of our artists weren't getting fairly compensated for their, for their work. For the their first goddamn the place. So, yeah, know. I mean, like, you want to, you want to talk about fairness and you know, right. equality and getting paid. Well, what happened, what happened up until 1975? Right. Were you paying mm-hmm. the artists then? Man, don't worry about that. That's what, really that's what Sonny point. will say. Really
3: good
1: point.
2: I'm looking out for you now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, what do you mean? Does this bother you?
3: No, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it's symbolic, but at the same time, it does seem like there should be some sort of system in place. I mean, we're listening to all this music, we're enjoying it, like we just were. You know, <laughs> we're, we're we're jamming out. Right. Someone needs to get paid for that. You sure. know, every single time we listen to it, and you know, how sometimes like with Pandora, it'll pop up and say, "Are you still listening?" Because right. if not, we're going to stop because we don't want to pay for this. Right. I mean, think about
1: very <laughs> true. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. But um, well, we, we can discuss, but move on. But I, I, I think it's just, it's just, uh, I think it's just a, a big sort of. PR, it's a really big, it's a PR lawsuit and a PR win and I just think that I'm I'm with you, I'm like F the record companies because they've they've done so much bad for so long and they give the goddamn program Mm -hmm. and figure out how to innovate instead of staying in the past, I'm talking to you (laughs) (laughs) UMG. Anyway, um, then my car's and gonna then, I, I start my car to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> universal, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> I'm like, what happened? <laughs> anyway, I don't mean that, Universal, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you're, you're powerful. <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, the. <laughs> to uh, so one of the ways that also artists are now you know the only way they're getting revenue these days are through live performances we talk about this now it's not about making the record and cause they never got really got paid on that anyway they got like a dollar per record if they're lucky so now um, you know it's all about putting the record out who cares for free and then really promoting that record through merchandise and, and concerts and so uh, there's companies that want to be like these 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 the big live nations of the world and everything else want to combine the internet of Things with music and sports, it would really enhance your ability to have this live experience. So you kind of see some a little a little bit of this in 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 places like Levi's Stadium, uh, the new San Francisco 49ers Go Niners uh, Stadium, <laughs> where you know the you have your internet in every seat and you have the, there's Wi-Fi everywhere. But what they're talking about is a, is a real true integration of what you're seeing on the. Uh, in in front of you with what's happening around you through your devices and otherwise. And I think this could be cool. The only thing I would have to say about this is I don't want a situation where I'm at a Jay Z concert and I'm like, damn, Jay Z is right. Ra- is great <laughs> And Jay Z's like right there. <laughs> like so I, you know, that kind of takes away from a oh live experience, God. but I don't know what do you do, Sasha?
3: Well that's funny. I mean that's kinda of like the silent disco thing. That's what I thought of when right. <laughs> I saw you doing that. Right. But no, I really feel that uh you know these interactive shows are really cool i i didn't make it to it. i don't know if you guys did but the um the the uh, drake versus little wayne show yeah, where the, the audience yeah where the audience was voting on what songs and and who did better yeah. and i just love that i think it really people are on their phones anyway you yeah. know what i mean like people are at every event on their phone holding their phone up blocking your your shot yeah exactly. blocking my shot with right. their phone right. <laughs> so i feel it like any way that they can Incorporate that more. I think it's really great. I love interactivity and everything. They're even doing that with movies now, as far as like um, games within the movies. Yeah. And there's a startup in in LA that's working on that. I think that's just amazing. I can't wait to see how it manifests itself.
2: Cool. What do you think? I mean, I I think, uh, I think two things one I think is a good idea because we are in a festival more of an experiential marketplace Coachella people- does, a, yeah. does a great job with this yeah. right. walking through Coachella and you yeah. using your phone to figure
1: out what's going on I do love that interactivity go ahead I'm sorry
2: it's all good so <laughs> I, th- I think for th- for that reason like because uh, people are, are people feel like they we have more of a culture where people get together I feel like for the promoter or sponsor to be able to incorporate more tracking devices to be able to get the analytics to be able to provide even better experience I think that's a good thing but but the caveat is how will you supply these tracking devices to the people that are attending the event like for instance like is it just going to be an app on their phone or is it something they actually have to wear when they come right. into the space It may maybe like, all the above as again,
1: so, again yeah. as, we're at the very, just like the facebook situation what's the very beginning of this and what this grows into it may be like it may be integrated into your glasses right they might give you, you a know? pair of glasses or, like, you know yes yeah, so who knows or, or you may you may need stuff in your your apple watch whatever it is you're you're already rocking so
3: i learned that even the poker chips in vegas have oh, yeah. like, i was like really oh, yeah, yeah. everything all the
1: chips, yeah. Because that's the first thing they do when you put. Not, not that I gamble, but first thing you do when you give your chips in, when I, when I bring my blacks in, they they put over a little RF you know scanner and make sure it's real. So
3: and they they want they they know what you use. They know how yeah. many left the casino. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's
1: the, 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 the tracking in Vegas is super sophisticated. They they know everything about me in Vegas. Uh,
2: <laughs> I think that the win. I think another another point too is like the role of a designer. Um, traditionally, you're using more. Uh, um, physical type of materials to be able to create product or create experience or whatever, so it might be clay, it might be steel or whatever, but now designers are using data, and so with these tracking devices to provide the analytics they're able to use look at the, the numbers and be like okay well let 's design this now based on what these numbers are telling us over 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 watching these patterns for for a significant amount of time. now we could create something that will take it, take take the experience from here to here right. and I think that's that's crazy that we are in a time where now you could design stuff. You don't even, you can design stuff with just zeros and ones versus right. like tangible physical goods. Right. That's interesting to me. It is so, interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. Uh, let's move. Let's move on a little bit. Uh, we, we we talked um,
1: alphabet. We talked about alphabet. <laughs> I know it's like they money. It's like a humble brag. It's like a humble brag for Google. Alphabet has six different co- products with a billion users each. <laughs> Good for you, Alphabet. You win. Man, you win, get, Internet get that money, man. That's i just that, that's the story. I'll, I'll move on from there. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Um, this is on the Apple. Just, just real quick, new new emojis. I mean, you guys updated emoji situation. I, I ha- did. I have not. You have not. You I have did. Not. Okay. I did. Yes. How, how many how many middle fingers have you used? Cause I've, been using middle, I've been I've been like just stay on the middle fingers. Like someone I like, haven't. like everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like a, hi, middle finger. <laughs>
3: I like, like the upside down smiley middle face.
1: <laughs> the upside, down, the smiley upside face?
3: down smiley face. I don't know why that okay. was just drawn to that one. Okay, gotcha.
1: <laughs> you, you haven't even you haven't, you haven't did that. I haven't, I haven't downloaded it. Okay, well we'll, we'll skip that. But yeah, just, I just, middle fingers my, my my default response to everything. Um, so uh, and we talk something I do want to touch on because we're you know I'm gonna have a few minutes, but like I do want to touch on this Apple's new solar projects, which is kind of like good. I mean, this is. This is again another PR situation because Apple Apple needs some good PR because all people talk about at Apple is hey, how much money they make. It used to be about how, how innovative they are, and how they're changing the face Absolutely. of how we you know you know interact with the world and technology. And Jimmy I would get on there and talk about like it's simple, whatever it's his, <laughs> his 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 you know British voice talk about design. But now it's about Apple, you know, kids in China making your iPhones. It's all about <laughs> kids in China. Hope you like that iPhone. Kids in China don't like it. So, Apple has to do something, and so now they have this wonderful uh, solar uh, project that twenty million that's going to slash twenty million tons of emissions. Uh, what, what do you think of this?
2: I think it's definitely PR because I've been to China twice, yeah. and I see, I know what the pollution looks like there. So, yeah. like, okay, what's what is Thick. that? Gonna, what is that really going to do? Hmm? Like, so yeah, okay, maybe. I mean, I won't, I won't frame it like that. Yeah, any anything that's moving towards real citizens. I won't frame it so starkly. Anything yeah. that's moving. In a progressive format, I think it's good. So, yeah, they're trying to clean up the environment by having their facilities that generate power that that don't have emissions. Fine. Great. Excellent. But I think it's more so, like you said, PR versus really, like, creating, like, a clean environment or even, like, promoting that. I can sit in ways promoting environmental consciousness to other corporate entities, but I think it's a drop in the bucket. But right. hey, so drop versus no drop, so it's good PR.
3: I hope at least it will motivate some other companies with sure. tons of money to exactly. follow suit. Exactly. at the very least, at the very
1: <laughs> least, at least everyone wants to some sort of PR, you know, um, some good, 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 good press by doing something like this. And this is kind of look. Like, this is what motivated the auto industry to get into the electric game, into exactly. the into the uh, the alternative fuels game, is as just like okay, we I mean, gotta do something, you know. And then now they're they're genuinely in it, so that that, that makes sense. I want to skip the satellite story. I do want to move. Uh, I gotta, I gotta skip this Domino's store. I do, I do love this Domino's whip though, man. Next week, Domino's got a new whip that's like the pizza whip. I love it. Man. Uh, you know, <laughs> you got, I, I would ride that thing all day long. It's got the warmers in the whoa, sides. Whoa, whoa! You got the warmers. You got the GPS. Whoa! Like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe not. I Maybe would not. But I, I like to. You know, never yeah but I would talk about uh last week the twenty first this week two days ago was actually back to the future day it's the day that uh Marty Mcfly and doc went to a uh, two thousand and fifteen uh hill valley with the hill valley mm-hmm. uh, and then um and a lot of things happened we've we've kind of touched on this before We we've't this is this a you know we do we want to touch on pop culture stories too Sasha because mm-hmm. we're, we're we're nerds as well as techies but uh one of the things but this is uh this is where the the pop culture and the tech intersect because we talked a little bit, let touches on last week, that there's a lot of things in that, that were predicting that movie that are actually coming true. Some things are forcibly coming true. Uh, another movie we like to talk about is, uh, uh what Achilles, Minority Report. Minority Report yeah. with Achilles Channeling right now. <laughs> but those are two movie, Back to the future and Minority Report. We'd we'll to always check in and see what's come true. So, um, the, at, at, the release, the big news is, for you, I'm gonna ask you this, cause, um, the big news is, you know, a few years ago, uh, one of the anniversaries, Nike released the, Faux version of the self-lacing sneakers. This year, they actually did release the Power Lace sneakers yeah. uh, as a, as, a, as a limited thing. They teased it the day before. We kind of knew it was coming, but it was here. Did you see that? And What did
2: you think? Yeah, I saw it. I saw I saw him on um Michael J. Fox on Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. and he he demoed it there. I've seen some other video content of him doing it as well. Right. I think it's dope. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, they look exactly like the thing. They look exactly like the thing. Cool. I like I like the fact that they're using. Um this is a, as a way to uh generate money for Parkinson's disease and yep. using it as a as a way to, to um bridge that, that conversation and get get That on people's uh, awareness radar, so I like it. I, but I mean, from a tech perspective, like the shoes look fresh yeah. in the movie when we watched it in the, in the 80s, yeah, looks fresh now, so yeah. It's bit, but would you,
3: so you'd rock them?
2: Um, would I, would I rock them? <laughs> nah I would, I would probably, <laughs> you would have them, <laughs> I would put them in the man cave, yeah, i put them in the man put cave on the play. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna be rocking them to the, oh, the movie. <laughs> 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 But, uh, I do, I do like the idea, like you said, it speaks to the design in 1985, and that, 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 or 1988, when it came, when that, Black Devoteer 2 came out, and then that, it, that it works for now, so, or 89, and that it still works now, it's cool. Do, do you have any, any takes on this? Cause 89, how yeah. old were you in 89? Like,
3: um, born? I was definitely alive in okay, 89. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen, like, hover tracks and those things, like, cruising all around town, and yeah. everyone's Instagram feed. Are you disappointed that? It's you know, not quite where the hoverboard was for Back no. to the Future. Well they
1: have that Lexus situation. The Lexus had that I don't know if you saw that, but mm-hmm. Lexus had that hoverboard. Yeah,
3: where you could only do it on like a certain surface. Yeah, a yeah. certain yeah.
1: surface and they you know, but they had some skater guys, you know, doing some stuff and whatever. But I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of it was fun. Jaws nineteen and the hologram of Jaws nineteen, uh, the we talked we did a story last week about the the fusion reactor, which is another big campaign that, that, that both uh Michael J. Fox and um Oh, God. Uh, Christopher Lord. Yeah, Christopher Lord are involved in. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I think it's kind of cool, um, in, in some respects, but I'm, I'm a little disappointed that all of it isn't true, that I'm still waiting for my self-drying jacket. I put the jacket on. Auto-dry. <laughs> you know, but, uh, I don't know.
3: I like the 3D printed pizza. 3D the yeah, well, it was cool. Yeah, they
1: dropped the pizza this size, you know, in the Black & Decker rehydrator. <laughs> Black & Decker's not in the food game, by the way. So we talked about last week to the facts. That, that, that's something that really got wrong is the facts. Yep. Like, everything, yeah. everybody, everybody was still receiving facts. But they got the FaceTime and the, the FaceTime fingerprint. Was the fingerprint. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Fingerprint. yeah. Fingerprint. They got a lot of that stuff right. Uh, okay, so, um, the other thing is, you know, you know, I, I just want to talk about briefly. I have to touch on the Star Wars te- teaser trailer because I mean, the, the trailer—not the teaser, the trailer—dropped on Monday Night Football. I was very excited. The poster dropped on Sunday night, which I was very excited about. It. I just want to say, I'm officially, after a ye- after like 18 months of hype, almost two years of hype, I'm officially excited about the movie. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It's no secret. I was, I was there, and I'm, this is not a joke. But I was there for the, I was actually at the theater for the first one. Um, wow. I was 19. No, but I was at the. <laughs> I was six, but I was at the for the first one. I was at the for the second one, 1980. I was at the for the third one. Um I've been seeing them all in the theater. I love it very much, and so I've been sort of struggling because we're burned with the last three. I was very excited about JJ Abrams. I was very excited about the cast joining. I made it through Comic Con. I made it through all these things without really getting super hyped. But then that poster dropped, and I was like, Oh! <laughs> then, the, then the new trailer came out. I was like, Oh! So, so, I'm really excited. You
3: know, all these reaction videos are coming out. I want to see a reaction video of you reacting to the poster. And yeah. I might, like, you should upload that.
1: I got, you know, I'm not going to say that. I I was, I really <laughs> like that, that last trailer and that really sunk in. I got borderline emotional on this joint. I was kind of like, huh, like this is. Like, this is, like, this is my childhood. This is, like, I'm seeing all these people, Han Solo man. and other ones, come into life. It's fair, man. Like, I, this is stuff that I was got acquainted to when I was six years old. It's imprinted in my DNA. Of course. You okay. know, so uh, to be able to see this thing, you know, come alive now and see my, you my, uh, know, everyone yeah. enjoy it. It's wonderful.
2: So it's good that you're able to have this experience in your golden years. Yes. It's almost <laughs> over.
1: It's almost over. So uh, I'm on the back half of it. Oh. Uh, at age 60. Uh, do you have any, do you have any opinion towards Star Wars at all?
3: my brother is a star wars mega fan like in my household he would hold us hostage and make everyone watch it over and over again and he collects star wars everything so i definitely know that he's really excited about it
1: okay cool (laughs) well I'm, i'm super excited about it as well um that's all we have time for. but There's a couple of things we missed that we'll have to get to next week. Um, is there anything on here that you wanted to, you specifically want to get to, Akili or, or Sasha? Anything that you saw on the, on the, on the, on the
2: rundown? I, I don't know what the rundown is, my brother. I'm just, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just damn, damn, like, damn. you just freestyling. Like, you me the topics I already know. <laughs> you know? Off <you> know. <laughs> the
1: dome. Like KRS. <laughs> uh, so.
3: Oh, i I'm, I just saw with Back to the Future, the dog walking drone. Like. Yes. <laughs> When yes. is that gonna happen? Yes,
1: that's a dog I need weapon. that in
3: my life. Yes, you need personally. I have, I have a dog. She's okay. four and she's uh-huh. very needy and there you it go. would be so nice to have a drone that could just like walk out like for that, that, me. I, was, I feel
1: like that's not too far away with, with GPS and things like that, but you just gotta be able to. I'm ready.
3: Like, I'm ready. Especially if you
1: have a camera <laughs> on the dog and you can watch where it's going um, and have the can, drone. And
3: you can, yeah. yeah. I
1: can, but I don't know if, the, if, if if the dog runs away, the drone ain't gonna make it. Oh. If the dog starts chasing the cat, the drone can't be, gonna be like
3: ee! a can't be like a huge <laughs> yeah. dog or a huge dog if yeah.
1: It need to be like little Uh, that's it. And then Steve Jobs comes out today officially comes out today. Came out last week. I think I'm gonna check it out. Finally, I was a huge fan. We're both huge fans of the book, right? We love yes. the book. Yeah, like, like the book too. Yeah, yeah I love the book. I, I read it and then did the audio book and then uh, you know referenced it again. It was very good. Uh, I'm really excited about the movie because I love Aaron Sorkin, although he can be whatever. And then um. And, uh, Danny Boyle and my boy Michael Fassbender. I'm, I'm really excited, excited about it. Yeah. Fassbender's a killer. Yeah, he's a killer. So I'm really excited about what this movie is. Um, I don't have a review of it yet, but I do know the early buzz is, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. It's everything you want to expect from, from Sorkin. And Comment.
3: what, it's three, se- it's three scenes, uh, of, of his life before three product launches, the right. whole movie. Right. Um, that I just cannot wait.
2: Yeah, should be great. <laughs> three, three, three. seminal you know, two successful, one not successful. So, yeah. so, so, so we'll see. Yeah, double thumbs up from the people that I, that I know have seen it. So I'm okay. excited to see it too. Uh, They're saying it's like the book in that
1: it really just talks about what an asshole and a hole he is. The whole movie, but you're still like the whole movie's like, yep, I'm, I'm an asshole, but I'm a genius. Okay. I, do, I, I don't, I don't make anything. I don't code. The end. Okay. So it's like a interesting sort of like how what's which, which your final take on job is up? Well. But I'll, I'll I'll see that and then we'll talk about that a little next week. Um, so. That's all I got, man. We got to get out of here. It's twelve o two. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, Sasha, we're, it is wonderful having you here. Thanks yes, for joining thank us. thank you so for, much. This for was so much up fun with us and listen for in our in our nerd Star, star Wars stuff and our in our eighties hip hop.
3: You guys, remember me, I'm and my big brother today. Oh Thank <laughs> you very much. Uh,
1: where,
2: where can the people find you?
3: At Sasha Horn on the Twitter.
2: On the Twitter, Keely Shine. Keely Shine on Instagram and Twitter. JB, you can find me on
1: Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, Scoping. Uh, which I haven't done in, like two months. I don't know why I keep shouting it out. But <laughs> <laughs> at Joe K. Braswell, that's at Joe K. Braswell. Uh, thank you for joining us again on Geek Nerd Tech. Where we break down nerd culture tech news from Black Rumble, Geek perspective for Keely and Sasha and Joe Braswell. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.
0: From executives, Kevin Undegaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Sipia, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the whole owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.